Oh, I know what you're thinking. Mine's bigger than yours, right? Happy Thursday, everybody, and away we go. That's DJ, spin that shit. I already hit the start button. So Damn it's it. too late. We're five seconds Damn in. It. You're just wasting time. Damn it. All right, so maybe we should uh, dig in. I'll start, I'll start this with a fun fact. Okay. Do you know a book exists? And yes, I ordered it on Amazon. It's called Sigology. <laughs> I did not. Someone who is just like you and me uh-huh. sat down and watched all of his movies and poured through all of Steven Seagal lore wow. and has created the definitive academic study of Steven Seagal. Not just his movies, of Steven Seagal. What was happening? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the boss? He's out there teaching the class. That's interesting. It just like broke down. A, well, as you can see, uh, it's clear that from 2014 to 2019, he gained about 70 pounds. <laughs> this is what we call neoclassically fat Steven Seagal. It's kind of all bridged out. A.K.A. the Entenmann years. Everyone knows that neoclassical Seagal is the best era of Seagal. As you can see, uh, it takes place from 85 to 93. That's honestly, I think, where you'd cap it because I'm going to look at his filmography here. You can see here he was wearing the same tux to all of the movie openings. And right here in 94 is when he rips a button. Yeah, I think if you cap Peak Seagal from 88, which is when he did Above the Law, to uh, 92, which was Under Siege, that's that's where you get Peak Seagal. Because as soon as you get to On Deadly Ground, which he wrote and directed. Are you familiar with the end of that movie? No, which one's that? He's like fighting eco terrorists and he delivers like a 20 minute monologue before Congress about like, we must protect our oceans and the creatures that live in them. I have never seen this, I don't think. A Seagal that I haven't seen is pretty rare. I'm going to have to go back and check that one out. Wow, your credibility is shot. Oh, no. When did Exit Wounds happen? Exit Wounds was 2001. Yeah. See, that's like, it's not the golden age of Seagal, but it's certainly the silver age. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I would call it the type 2 diabetes age. Yeah. where when everything started tasting like apple juice. His piss just reeked of birthday cake. This is, yeah, we'll have to ask. Uh, that was the one thing. He's on the stand. So like, his, uh, his piss tasted sweet like apple juice. It's a lie! <laughs> God damn it, they got me. Yeah, I'm going away. Oh, no. He's just making exit wounds with DMX, and DMX is like, God damn, why does your piss always reek like cake? Like freshly baked and frosted sheet cake. Has to take a half hour break. I can smell it from my trailer. Oh, that's awful. Did you ever see um, the Seagal, The Patriot? The Patriot. Which I'm pretty sure came out the year before Mel Gibson, The Patriot, came out. Was he a police officer in, in The Patriot? No. Even better. This one's great, dude. He fights like fat, bearded, (laughs) redneck bioterrorists. I'll read you the plot synopsis. This is a great one. Near the town of Enos, Montana. Ooh, Enos. Local doctor and former government research immunologist Wesley McLaren. And that's him. Which is Steven Seagal. (laughs) He's a fucking immunologist. It's just him sticking people with needles the whole well, he has an interest in herbal medicine, and he's also... This is going to make everything taste like tin for three days. Not that you'll know. And then he breaks their neck. But you'll be off your period, at least. 
on top of being an immunologist and an aspiring like naturopath, he is also a weapons and self-defense expert. <laughs> Just to sprinkle that in there. He's called to a hospital when people start dying from an unknown but very deadly disease. He determines it's a dangerous airborne virus and calls in a biological response team who seal off the town while doctors start treating sufferers with a vaccine. This is a bioweapon. The source of the virus is traced to a local self-styled rebel militia leader, Floyd Chisholm. <laughs> what what town is this supposed to take place in? This, this sleepy Montana town. Enos, Montana. Right, yeah. So Floyd Chisholm, who again, when they say self-styled rebel militia leader, I mean like Larry the Cable Guy. He's fat That'd and be bearded. In, that would be incredible. Can you imagine? Just Larry the Cable Guy and Steven Seagal in an action film. You got her making a vaccine, huh? Get her done. <laughs> well, we're going to have to go ahead and attack the people in the town. Just Good Lord, my sister. Billing Vol makes an appearance. <laughs> this is number two. You might be a bioterrorist. <laughs> or was that uh, Foxworthy? That was Foxworthy. might be a redneck. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> Billing Vol was, here's your sign. Here's your sign. They all had it. They all had that thing. If you've ever led a militia to cordon off a town with a deadly bioweapon, you might be a redneck. Those guys just like made more money than God and fucked off the planet. Basically, they yeah. Where Blue the fuck are any of tour them? Made them a stupid amount of money yeah. because Comedy Central put that on forever. That was there was like a decade when it was just Blue Collar Comedy Tour, and they had a television show. I have it on DVD yeah. upstairs. Blue Collar Comedy Tour rides again, and they show they sold DVDs. Yeah. And that was syndicated all over the freaking country. They made a shit ton of money off that. I think they just fucked up. Well, I'm going to my island that I bought. Hanging out with Branson. <laughs> Get her in. Yeah, and off they fucked. So Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal, who was also on the Blue Collar Comedy yeah. Tour. He just, you know, uh, was... Oh, it broke, it broke my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't think about... I'm pretty sure they infect his daughter, too, with the virus in this movie. Anyway, you want to watch Steven Seagal fight fat terrorists? Here's a question for you. What would you say, because you're looking at the list, what would you say was Steven Seagal's worst film? I don't know, Rory. Which genocide that's taken place in the history of the world is the worst one? Are we going strictly by the numbers or the ideology behind it? Whether it was like accidental, like this is not quantifiable. Yeah. I mean, like, are we talking Stalin gassing his own people? Like, that's. Yes. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing. I'm not sure, man. I don't. The thing is, I definitely haven't seen. Every single, because it's just his output through the 2000s, through the aughts mm-hmm. and the 2010s is fucking absurd. He hasn't made anything this year, but like he was so prolific from goddamn, basically, he was making like three movies. Jesus Christ. 2005, he made six movies. Yeah, he just churned them out. I mean, he just, he puts out so Did, much, so I can't even answer that. Didn't he make one with Stone Cold Steve Austin? Did he? Did he make a movie with him? Or am I thinking of someone else? I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin's in The Condemned. No, it wasn't The Condemned. He's also in The Expendables. Yeah, see, no. S- Steven Seagal wasn't invited to be in The Expendables. No, because he was beefing with uh, Avi Arad, who was one of the producers. Yeah. He broke my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> He's just breaking everyone's, everyone's wrist. Everyone's wrists all over Hollywood. Sean Connery pissed him off, I guess, when sh- it was... Ah, stupid fool doesn't know how to choreograph the What scene. movie was it? Oh, it was on... Um, Never Say Never Again. It was like the unofficial, like, not canon Bond oh. that he did when Roger Moore was still Bond. Interesting. In 83. And uh, 
They yeah. brought Steven Seagal in to choreograph you, fights? You're correct. Steven Seagal was the fight choreographer on Never Say Never Again. So he was doing that in 83. And I think Above the Law was 88. So yeah, he, he broached in doing like martial arts training. And uh, he pissed, or Sean Connery pissed him off. So he broke Sean Connery's wrist. And did, Sean Connery didn't figure it out until like 10 years later. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, he just popped something in his wrist and he just didn't know. And you're like, this is an old-ass ah. break. He's, oh, it must have been that uh, portly fellow with the receding hairline. <laughs> that one did hurt, yes. He's the white fellow who acted like he was Chinese. <laughs> My granddaughter, she's Chinaman's a slur. <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery was... Uh, I remember there was that uh, interview where he was talking about being like, well, if they get out of place, you can smack him in the mouth. Oh, yeah, fucking... He apparently in, like, the 60s in Playboy was like, yeah, for a woman... Mal's off to you. Just give it a good smack. Man, just give her a smack in the mouth. And I think it was Barbara Walters was like, do you stand by that, Mr. He's like, Connery? yes, yes, I do. He Still was. He's does. like, well, you know. I feel like Sean Connery is probably living somewhere in a castle in Scotland, horribly senile. Yeah, he thinks he's going golfing, but it's just him like spending all day trying to take a piss. <laughs> this is a him hitting balls inside of his castle. This is Connery hitting him in the head. That stained wars. glass has been here since the 1700s. Smash! That was ah. back when the goddamn Irish had I control was, of it. I was the Highlander. No, you weren't. <laughs> I was in the movie. Yes, Mister Connery. Whack! And he just get over here through another fucking window. Please don't hit me, Mister Connery. No, far from it. You're going to hit me. I want you to cane me with this five wood. And a fat Seagal shows up with an MP5K. I'm here to finish the job, old man. I knew you were going to come. <laughs> I've been waiting and for they you. They fight with swords. They fight with diabetic syringes. <laughs> shooting them out of blowguns at each other. <laughs> I don't care how, but it'd be a glorious fight between uh, a very old, who, uh, a Sean Connery and a very fat old Steven Seagal. Who you got in that one? Who's your money on? Sadly, Steven Seagal, because I feel like he's still got a little bit of mobility. A little bit. Well, it's like Steve, it's like I got to feel that Sean Connery's probably pretty frail right now. He's probably frail, but Steven Seagal... He's like, I've got to get out of here, and he just collapses down the stairs. Steven just, Seagal does all of his fights sitting down. You're never going to stop me with my paper skin. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, just No way. Oh, 